Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. We are back now in Genesis 4, verse 1. But I would like to invite you to also open your Bible to two other places where I will read from and comment on today. If you leave Genesis for a moment and stop at Exodus chapter 21, that will be a good place to leave a marker, Exodus chapter 21, and then scroll or flip all the way over to the New Testament Gospel of Luke. When you get to Luke, leave a marker at chapter 1, Luke 1. So you will have a marker at Genesis 4, verse 1, and Exodus 20, and Luke 1. If you have been with us, then you will hopefully remember that I am sharing with you just some, a small selection of Holy Scripture in which God emphasizes that human life begins at conception, and that every fetus in development within the womb is a person who lives. And thus far we have seen that God is the creator of every human life, Therefore, we must value every human life. Now hear that again. Every human life, no exceptions. Third, we have seen in the Bible that God demonstrates, or God shows, intimate care for every life in the womb. We consider Jeremiah's life and the Apostle Paul's life in this regard. I want to continue with this now by showing you fourth, the unborn child is a living human being. Every unborn child is a living human being. And if you are wondering, why in the world does he need to emphasize this? Stick with me. You will see why. And now to do this, let's get into the Word of God at Luke chapter 1, picking up the reading at verse 39. I will read down to verse 44. This is the gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 44. Now at this time, Mary arose and went in a hurry to the hill country to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. Here we have Mary, the mother of Jesus. She is pregnant with him. And Mary, carrying Jesus in her womb, goes to the hill country to a city in Judah and visits her relative Elizabeth. Elizabeth is also pregnant with John, that is, John the Baptist. And when Mary greeted Elizabeth, remarkably, the baby in Elizabeth's womb leaped. Baby John, still in development in his mom's womb, jumped. Elizabeth concludes the unborn jumped for joy. John is jumping for joy. Now let me ask you, does that sound to you like the baby was not a living person? This fetus has life, human life. This is a human being. 
This is a little person inside of his mother. To leap, to jump, is to have life. Baby John felt joy and expresses his joy. His mom felt it. Why? Because he was in the presence of the Christ. Even though yet unborn, John knew Jesus. That's the power of Jesus. God made man, even from within Mary's womb. The glory of God came surging forth. You know what this tells us? A pre-born baby has feelings. They have feelings just like you and I, because we are both living human beings. Please keep this in mind when we get a little further along here, and I talk about abortion, which ends the life of unborn children who have real feelings. But first, as I continue to just lay out some scripture before us, I want to give you two more insights supported by the Bible. To recap, we have said that first, God is the creator. Therefore, second, we must all value every human life. Third, God cares intimately for every life in the womb. Fourth, the unborn child is a living human being. And now fifth, God is responsible for life, and God is responsible for death. Just two scriptures here in support of this fifth insight, Exodus 20 and Deuteronomy 30. In Exodus chapter 20 and verse 13, as one of the Ten Commandments, God clearly stated, you shall not murder. This verse fits very well into the story of Cain, as we shall soon see in Genesis 4. You shall not murder. That is, God is the one who decides when a person dies. We do not get to decide that. God created every person. God is the life giver. And God brings every person's life to an end. God is the giver of the end of life. You shall not murder. Exodus 20, 13. And then in Deuteronomy chapter 30, in a whole stretch of the Bible where God affirms human life, listen to what God says in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. Again, Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death. Who is the one who is responsible for life and death? God is. So let us ask this key question. All that we have said thus far leads to this. Are we permitted to take life before birth? Are we, adult human beings, permitted by God to end the life of an unborn child? The answer is my sixth and final insight. Men and women, we are not permitted by God to end the life of any unborn child. Life begins at conception, that is human life in the womb, And we are not permitted to take life, to end life. Still, in the book of Exodus, there is a very insightful, as well as interesting, 
intriguing passage in God's law. Let's go to Exodus in chapter 21. I want to first read verses 22 through 25. This is Exodus chapter 21, verses 22 through 25. Listen to what happens to a man who strikes a pregnant woman. I hope you have it now, Exodus 21, 22 through 25. If men struggle with each other and strike a woman with child so that she gives birth prematurely, yet there is no injury, he shall surely be fined as the woman's husband may demand of him, and he shall pay as the judges decide. But if there is any further injury, then you shall appoint as a penalty life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. Now let's break these verses into two parts. In verse 22, two men are fighting, and nearby there is a pregnant woman. Perhaps she attempts to break up the struggle? Well, whatever happens, the woman is struck. And this causes this mother to go into labor and to give birth to the baby prematurely. However, when the baby is born, everything is normal. There was no injury. Thank God. So what happens legally? According to God, the man who struck the pregnant woman will be fined as the father of the baby, the woman's husband, deems appropriate. The judge in this case demands payment of the one who struck the woman. Case closed. But in our part 2, verses 23 to 25, there's a different punishment. If the baby is born prematurely as a result of this struggle between the men, and there is further injury... Then, notice carefully what God's law says about the penalty. It is not a fine. It is life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, and bruise for bruise. Meaning what? Retaliation is the form of just punishment. Whatever was taken from the injured must now be taken from the injurer. Whatever was taken from the unborn baby who was injured must now be taken from the one who was responsible for the injuries. In this case, the adult, the fighting man. This is what we call the law of retaliation, the lex talionis in Latin. And here is why I bring this scripture to your attention today. God considers the fetus a living person. Let me say that again. God considers the fetus a living person. Because the unborn baby is a person, the person who harms that as yet unborn child must be held accountable for its injury or death. And what is the punishment for the man being held accountable? It is life for life, eye for eye. The main point I am driving here is that we are not permitted by God to end the life of any unborn child. 
God so values this pregnant woman's life and the life growing inside her that he defends these lives. We must also do likewise. And I want to talk about this more tomorrow on God Is, and I want to extend this a little bit also into next week. So I hope that you will continue to be with us as we discover who God is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org. That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org. Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.